You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. To Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. Good job. I'm doing. I'm here for you. you put the emphasis. I'm here on for you. Uh, this is Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. And before we get started on a very fun episode, mm-hmm. let us do our sponsor shit. Sponsors. Spon- <laughs> Are you going to do the no. like just impromptu theme? Death Wish Inc. Okay. Uh, what do they got coming? They've got a uh, Rise and Fall live record. Rise and Fall live record. Exclusive copies in the U.S. Oh, really? It's by a European label, but Deathwish has got the live records here. Mm. Uh, now, we've big upped Rise and Fall on this podcast. Feel like in their day, they were talked about, though never really broken the United States in the way that they should have, uh, but a well-respected band. 100%. Now, it, it is... Uh, since they're since they're I don't know if they're are they technically broken broken up or are they on indefinite hiatus? I think they are technically broken broken up. Okay. However, however, uh, as these things go, we should always keep our hopes high. And life is long. Yes. Uh, so this band, I imagine that buying a live record is probably for the fans of this band. So this is me making you aware if you are a fan. That this exists and mm-hmm. you should purchase it now. Uh, and it, if for some reason you have not heard this band, oh, you really need to. Good entry point too. Good entry point. I think that this band finds themselves right at that perfect, you know, triangulation of integrity. Throw a little converge in there. Throw a little, you know, that heaviness that stuff like cursed leans into, etc. But also the traditional, like, yo. This is not a hate thousand band, but no. these are hate thousand kids. Yeah, it's it's they weird. learn from like a school of heaviness and speed that also really respected hardcore traditions. Uh, yes, all true. Musically, they go for like an epic scale thing that those bands yes. didn't. You That's know what the I mean? thing. I think they just looked at everything around and just. I think they really nail it. We need some Euro to come on and at really talk about th- that whole thing that happened because a lot of people I knew were into it, but mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody knew anything about it. You know what I mean? What do you like, mean? Well, the 8,000? Yeah, the 8,000. Oh, oh, yeah. A lot of it. Well, you play. You play. So I guess we're going to get into this sometime, but the shows were big, big, or fake big? Well, I mean, pretty big. Yeah. Not like, you know. 
it's not fucking Caliban and Heaven Shall Burn or whatever. Right, 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 right. Five thousand people somewhere or whatever. But it was they were big. I mean, we were lucky to play with Congress and Liar a bunch, and in Belgium and other places, and it was cool. Mm. What's going on? Nothing. I'm just watching you fellas sound and trying to figure you all out. You, you, you're so mysterious to me, uh, it, because my waveform is just. Cresting, I'm like a, I'm like a beautiful bird, and you fellas are no, try, I'm, the birds. I'm, I'm right, trying echo, to get you guys echo the dolphin over just here. Just trying stop. to get you guys to leave the nest. Yeah, rapper the rapper, just stop. <laughs> yeah, chill out. So, uh, pick up that live record. Pick up the live record. Pick up and, the live record. Go to deathwishing.com. Enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you're gonna wanna spell it out. And if this isn't, if you don't know this band and you don't want to start with a live record, yes. Deathwish, I'm certain, has the other records in, yes. in stock. And this is just a thing to check out even just on streaming. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're not familiar with this band, you should be. I imagine that somebody's going to jump on the sound shortly. Yes. I, I'm actually impressed that... I've seen bands who took the sound and, and did some other stuff with it, but no one who's gone, yo, there's still a lot to mine on this well. So mm. so here's Rise and Fall 2020. There Let's you go. See it. All right. Our other sponsor, Closed Casket Activities. <laughs> Kings of the Streets, Kings of the Heavy. Wow, they are Kings of the Heavy. Mm-hmm. Reigning champs. Yeah, I think so. I think they've been the champs for a minute now. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you got? My choice for my closed casket pick of the week: mm. um, the new Downpresser record um, called "The Long Goodbye." Ooh, it comes out uh, December twenty seventh. So. Soon thereafter, pretty soon after you're hearing this, Christmas time for the skins. That's it. Go get this record. They just put up um, the title <laughs> track. Um, probably their best stuff. It's it's heavy but tasteful. Yeah, and, and it's that's... their heaviest. I mean, you might have heard their track last week on the listening party. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you like that, the rest of the record falls suit. As I mentioned, then the career arc and sound of that band has been really interesting to see. And I think this is the logical step beyond their last LP, Age of Ignorance. So, uh, which is down heavy lane, you know? Mm, yeah. So I mean, it's like double bass, but it's not overbearing. No. And they're doing those record release shows with uh, Incendiary. It's like a closed casket thing. Oh, yeah. California. In California. January. In LA. Is it, is it, is it at the intersection? Does it, does it live on the corner of the intersection of heavy and hard? Yeah. Yes. Down yeah. on the corner. Mm. Yes. I mean, Audi in the street, you know? <laughs> Me and the. Yeah. Po, boys po boys? Po boys? Doughboys? Oh, doughboys? Po boys, probably. I think it's po, poor boys. Um, yeah. January, I think it's like 17th and 18th or something. Nice little weekend. Yeah. Mm. Playing Shea Cafe. Yeah, that's cool. That's people falling out the windows. Yeah. <sighs> that's like a late show. And then in LA, same night as Boys in the Wall. But they're gonna outsell Poison Well. Mm. So it's like incendiary, closed casket, uh, it's closed casket, mm-hmm. criminal instinct, um, eyes of the Lord, downpresser. I think that's it. Couple couple surprises they haven't been announced yet. Mm. Oh. Mm. Could the Shea people Teaser. write us and tell us what the what the current state of the Shea Cafe is? Like Yeah, anyone in San Diego. Yeah, just, I love that place. It's, it's great, but I, I just don't understand like why? It's been has, how long has it been in like crisis since I was a child? Crisis since then, but how long has it been in that super nebulous state where like we don't know what the hell's going on with it? Uh, the time I lived in California, it was steady. There were still dudes doing the thing regular. Certainly, but it feels like almost a decade. I was just gonna say since 2010, I would be shocked if it was, was it stable. When Spencer Gooch left, Spencer left, I think like. a year or two before then. But that's yeah. yes, basically like he was, was the guy who kept it dude. together that whole time. Yeah, and no disrespect to whoever's uh, tr- doing their best to keep it together now, but. 
like, why is it always on the? I was happily surprised to see that the show. I was like, oh shit, they still do shows there. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, really same. didn't know. Quite same. honestly, right? I thought you know, and it's on. Where is it on San Diego? You uh, see San Diego? UCSD, yeah, you see San Diego. It's like Campus. on. The, it's like. Mm-hmm. Do you remember under the couch in Atlanta? Yes. Yes. On the it was on the Georgia Tech campus. That's the yes. same idea though, but it was like a venue on the campus. It was like that anyone could book if you went there. I love it. So it's wild. Go to death. Uh, go to <laughs> closedcasketactivities.com, Enter the promo code Axe to Grind, and you go on it. Spell it out. Get that ten percent off. Big thank you to our other sponsor, Run for Cover Records. Same promo code. Go support these labels. Buy stuff from their distros. Buy stuff from their main releases. Get shirts. It's a nice time of year. You'll be hearing this right before Christmas. Last minute gift stop. Here you go. Mm. Back to Shea Cafe for a second. Yes. Is Shea Cafe, Shea Cafe to me is a better thing than Gilman. That's an interesting take. Uh, I felt more inclusive in terms of the shows. Yes, that's true. Uh, when it's run, when they have the right people there booking, and there's been a lot of them, even just in my time when I was there, I saw people, whether it was Kim, Yount, whether it was Spencer, whether it was a couple other people who were involved, all booking really cool stuff there, and they just did a good job, and it was always super reasonable. And to be honest, as somebody who was living in Orange County, I would often opt to go to San Diego oh, over yeah. the LA show. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. Even I though it was a little, venue. even a little further. For, yeah, of course. But the vibe at the Shag cool is so good. San Diego, aka yeah. the greatest city in the world. Yeah. Pretty fucking good. One hundred percent. Yeah. Gilman didn't always seem inclusive to me. So, no. like, you had to like pass a test. Sort of. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we only played there once. Uh, so I've played it a couple times. I like it. Uh, You've been but, banned yet, or what? No, that, but that's the thing. That I guess that's where I'm going with Gilman. When we say you had to pass a test, you do and then you don't. They make exceptions all the time. Right. And, and, and that, right. that's kind of a weird vibe. And isn't it like, is it kind of based on who is in charge at the time? Yes. Just like everything. Sure, sure, sure. It's like ABC or whatever. It, but, just like ABC. But like, I mean, I remember like Indecision playing Gilman. We were supposed to play with Ensign and they canceled. Mm. But like, we were supposed to go back and it was supposed to be us and No Innocent Victim. Mm-hmm. And they were like legit like worried that we were going to like have like a atheist versus Christian throat. I'm like, there's not, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, what is this? And like, they go- had to like, who am I going to war for? Yeah. It's like, you know, and like those dudes probably are fine. Like, we're not going to fight. This yeah. is ridiculous. But they had to like bring our lyrics and no one is a victim's lyrics to like a quorum. Or oh, something yeah, yeah. I don't involve quorums. Yeah. And then MPB wasn't allowed to play there. Cause <laughs> trust kill quorum. had major label yeah, distribution. Red, yeah. I'm uh, like, are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. It's like after, you know, like we were like, you know, I don't know. We were well, a punk uh, band that weren't allowed to play a punk venue. Yeah, I, I go different directions with that because I think that ultimately, hey, it's, people make rules and then, you know, if they don't want to bend on them when it makes sense, then that's their prerogative. Uh, you know what right. I mean? So, so uh, I, I try not to get worked up. I've seen a lot of spaces that... Uh, yeah, you, you love rules. I love... <laughs> can't get popping that shirt off. Um, I go back. What... what uh, uh, you were talking... Uh, uh, Gilman, um, mm. Shay, Shay, uh, no one is in victim. So wait, okay. Down press a record release. So you've played Shay. Yes. Okay. Uh, and you played Gilman. Yes. Uh, no knock against either one. No uh, card carrying member of Gilman street and many years. Is that right? Yeah. You got to buy t- uh, cards yes, to be a member. Yes. Um, all right. You have to be a member. Yep. Yep. Do you get any voting rights with that membership? I guess if I went to the meetings, perhaps, but probably not. <sighs> Mm. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Yes. Uh, 
think about the sea change at ABC when right around the time I'd imagine right around the time that most precious blood was doing New York shows. Yeah. Uh, so like the army got involved. Yes. Different people. And prior to that, a bit of a different energy. Sometimes a dickhead one. Yeah, we were, we wouldn't have been able to play. Indecision yes. never played there. Yeah. Mm. And then, just as you said, it's always dependent on... Who's in charge. Who's yeah. in charge. Uh, and things, in my view, that was... Charles, a, but who's the boss? Yeah. <laughs> in my view... Mona. That was a cool, that was a cool uh, era for ABC. I'm not saying they necessarily got the best shows, but they didn't. They never got the best shows, if you want my opinion. Right. You know what I mean? So... I, I thought it was a. I personally went to ABC during that era and liked that era. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Like we got, you know, they gave us like our time anyway. <laughs> you couldn't just like come and play. Like we had to bring in like extra workers for security. Like what do we like fucking? Yeah, like we're like bringing like the psycho. Like we're suicidal. Like what's happening? Yeah, like, you think it, like what's gonna? Ha- it was us and killed a man who questions. Oh yeah, that's a real uh, Donnie Brooks show, right? Like, you there. know what I'm saying? It's like they're like, well, we had to bring in extra about? people because we were afraid of security. I'm like. They they saw a Philly band was coming. Like, yeah, you know. I mean those you know those killing man of questions people. Mm. Yeah, Bad dudes. Yeah, <laughs> rude dudes with attitudes. Yeah, real biker types. <laughs> uh, uh, went on a, a partial roadie trip with those dudes to Chicago Fest. And they all got very naked in the van. That sounds about right. Maybe that year old Bob was super comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they needed security for Kill the Man of Questions. MPB, we we were fully clothed. Yeah, there you go. I wore an all else failed show, shirt at that show. I remember seeing pictures. Oh, okay. I had a nice old. Uh, all everybody, else shirt. Uh, all else failed. Uh, currently in Europe, uh, opening with, for Boy Sets Fire. Did uh, you see the Boy Sets Fire 25th anniversary show with whatever the fuck anniversary show it was? I did not. They played someplace in Germany. Yep. So they're still big in oh, Germany. I, oh, I know. Big enough that Thursday opened for them. Yep. 6,000 people. Yeah. Excuse me? 6,000 people for the Boys That's Far in Germany. They go to London. They play the Underworld. Yep. Like the fucking... I, I played with them in the US uh, a few years ago. And granted, it was, a, it was a bad day for it. It was like New Year's Day or something uh-huh. like that. But it was uh, legitimately 25 people. Imagine that. And they go six thousand people. Really crazy. Yeah, I mean, even like in the last five to seven years, like they would play over like brand new mm-hmm. in like Germany. Yeah, wild, big band. Don't stop believing, people. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I do fuck with that one that the day the sun went out. I know you do. Initial, I, I really I, like I, that. I, I'm going back and listening to Couple a bunch tracks. of tracks. Got some tracks. I'm going back and listening to a bunch of stuff I never did or not never did, but yeah. never, never loved once and never again. Probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like. Uh, you're always big up in uh, the the passion record from Catharsis, yeah. right? Uh, I was listening to that on the train on the way over. Uh, and Acme, a band that you and I both, as OG metalcore Metal dudes, yeah. are just not with. No. I listened to it the other day uh, for the first time in a while. And I got to say, there is more there. Yes. But here's the problem. Once you go from something like Cave-In to this other type of slightly more chaotic metalcore, Yeah. The riffs that just grab you are not there. Like, no. th- there's some great playing. It's chaotic. It's fun. You know what I mean? I sure as fuck would have been uh, happy to see them live. Yep. But the those meaty riffs that make- I mean, gun to your head, you could hum five Caven riffs right now. Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. Although I will say the Catharsis record has more moments objectively than the Acme record. Oh, one hundred percent. But but the Acme record. It's everything about it is cool, Chaos. except yeah. that you're you don't want to put it on immediately again. What was that on Edison Records? That might be right. 
Right? It was John Dudek, dude from Very. It, mm-hmm. It's uh, peace, buddy. Edison, Stick Figure, Barry. Carousel, all these mm-hmm. labels that uh, just don't uh, get talked about so anymore. So this is leading to something, an idea I have that I'm going to put out here right now. Please. 2020. Genre exercise the series. Oh, I like it. Where we pick a time frame and a music that we think like, man, it's almost peaked. Mm. So, for example, that late '90s chaotic metalcore. So you pick what you think is the top of the mountain. Top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Cave in until your heart stops. And what else? The botch record. Even though I don't, I don't even I love don't, it. Yeah, me neither. I don't. No, I don't even love it. So, we'll, so maybe you'd go coalesce then. I might go give him rope. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I would though. So, so I. So that's I, where. But we pick say five to ten of those records. And do an episode where we dive on it. Uh, we could do the crust version, the stadium crust one, which is like the early 2000s yep. where you get tragedy from Ashes Rise and then a few others. But we pick it. So it's genre exercise. So we pick here's the top of the mountain. We're going to talk about that. And then the disciples. Yeah, I love that. Okay. I like Seems that. fun because it's yeah. it'll give us a chance to explore a few genre things. Yeah, so pin that one for like um, Bill's- <laughs> March 2020. All right. What are you going to say? It's like, uh, what's his name? Your boy, Bill Simmons. Oh, you, yeah. ever, you ever listen to Rewatchables? Yes. It's, it's really obsessed. good. Have You're, you seen the sports ones? They're really yes. good. Red, I, I, the, the, I'm watching that basketball. Book of basketball. Like, yeah. It's really good. But he does like a rewatchable and they'll like literally review like a movie and be like, but they <clears throat> make it like in terms of sports and they're like, oh yeah, you know, who's the Dion Waters of this? <laughs> like who like got hot for 10 minutes and like had 10 minutes. Like, so I just listened to one about get out mm-hmm. uh-huh. and they're like, was it, um, was it the brother, like the the MMA brother? Was it um, I forget the actress's name? Yeah, that yeah. plays um, the 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 woman, like the 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 maid, for lack of a better sure, term. Sure, sure, sure. Um, like, was that her? Like her? And it's like Apex Mountain. Who's like yeah. the highest you can get? Who like, is at their this, top their of their peak, game? Yeah, right. You know, and all this sort of stuff. Super interesting. Like while we're doing sports moment. Yes. My father called me to ask me uh, how many points uh, Mello scored last night right which i firstly i'm so disconnected from the nba i had no idea there's a melosance right now only oh, like the yeah, last week or two it. no idea player of the week last week western conference <laughs> no idea yeah but it's a he, pity it's a pity move because luca and james harden just smashed it last uh, week but anyways oh yeah so yeah. here's what i i think i've mentioned that my father likes carmelo but i of never course. thought he's about your father's a wise man but he i never went, thought about this brooklyn went to syracuse he's, he's straight up like my father, who judges every player as though it was his son that yes. he's disappointed in, mm. fucking loves Carmelo and will make excuses for anything Carmelo does. It's I, don't think cr- he's, I think he's it's widely overrated how like of a he didn't do anything bad. Right, he just was in bad systems. Okay, you ready? The first five to seven years of Melo's career, where he's in Denver Full Nuggets on the Nuggets, he's playoffs first season, fifty win teams. He's carrying the team, pretty bad teams. He's just scoring, but yo, he's going toe to toe with LeBron. Him and LeBron would have matchup. One hundred by, by so three that, years yeah. in, he was. Uh, he's going toe to toe with LeBron and beating LeBron. See, now he never had the team. When he gets to New York, he's a little older, but he's still he's probably one of the best scorers the NBA's ever seen. Mm-hmm. But he's in the Bernard King or like George Gervin role where his defense is really bad, and if you put him in the wrong system, he's going to cost you wins. And that's mm-hmm. what he did. Yeah. So that's what happened. I mean, he was on one really good Knicks team, and that was it. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised a dude of your dad's vintage could appe- could appreciate Melo because he's Mello's got that. Of, yeah, Iceman get, Gervin got an old school game where it's like. This dude can score every way from right, 18 feet will. and in yeah. and just do anything. He loves him. I thought I it, was, just, <laughs> it, was, it was just a weird conversation because while we're having it, I was like, God, it's weird that he has such a depth of you emotion need to for ask him. You need to ask him how he feels about Luka Doncic. 
I will. Ask him. He's uh, unbelievable. He also, he's, he also, he's like if Larry Bird was way better. Okay. Wow. He. It's uh, like if Larry Bird was uh, given LeBron James game. And played and in the Euro League for like a couple years. So played got, in the yeah. Euro League starting at a, as a professional at like 15. Played the played exhibition games against NBA players at 16. <laughs> and he's uh, putting up a 30-point triple-double like at age 20. Yeah. He's I sh- 20. I should Jeez. point out that was the the second question of the day. The uh-huh. first was he wanted me to look up a kid playing for Northwestern right now. Oh, okay. Uh, wow, he's that deep. He's deep. But love because it. he loves – this love is such it. an old man mentality – he loves locals. Yeah. So if you came through the Albany school system, yeah. he gives a shit about you no matter I mean, where I you go that. in life. Like, I root for people it. like, oh, I, the, like I mean like John Halama, the pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Like that pitcher like the Mariners went to like went to my high school. Yeah. So, so I'm like, go for, go for you, buddy. Or like, oh, this guy's from Queens. Of course yeah. you gotta root for the people that like you shared experiences with. Did you hear about the Mets being sold? Yes. Crazy. Yes, cannot wait. But it's going to take five years. Yes, it is. It's going to but be apparently, he'll be he'll be the richest owner in baseball. Uh, the show Billions is about him, about the guy. What? So yeah. So Yankee signed Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Really? Six years, two hundred and fifty million dollars. All right. So Sports Minute is going on. Yes. Yeah, so you guys guy. want to talk about comics? You know, to, to bounce out. Yeah. To, get the to other half the, the other. Half. Let me just say that yeah. last sports thing. Mm-hmm. I looked up a, an ABA player that I it, no reason that I should Skywalker do this. Skywalker Thompson, uh, Marvin Barnes, right? Oh, awesome dude! Now, <laughs> brawler, tra- tragic life, but yes. but, but, yeah, but he's not the one who disappeared, right? No, okay. he's the one who was clean for a number of years after a substance abuse problem, yeah. then died yeah. when maybe he wasn't, uh, you know, was yep. struggling. So, uh, but I just found this in his Wikipedia very fun. Uh, he refused to board a plane from Louisville to St. Louis. Because the f- it, it would have landed, bef- it was such a short flight, different time zones, it would yeah. have landed before, before it took, took off. off. Yeah. And that freaked him out. Yep. So he said, I ain't getting in no damn time machine. And he rented a car and drove. Okay, I respect it. <laughs> respect I, mean, it is a t- I mean, in the strict sense of the term, <laughs> it is a time machine. machine. So quick question Can here. Can go back in time? Wow. Thank you. Are you over your plane thing yet? No, I am. So, people want to fly me out to watch their home yes. in January, and I'm uh-huh. certain they want to do it because it, it, they've got all the miles in the world, and They're it's just not a problem, right, and right, whatever. Right. And I'm I'm being hard line about it. Why don't you Why don't you give me that train money? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I mean, oh God, man, you're getting well, clowned on other platforms about not wanting to take a plane. People can feel how they feel. I love a train. I'm actually, you know, I'm looking at trains around the world, right? Oh, that's cool. Like I wanted my the goal. The Trans Siberian is supposed to be. Amazing. My goal is to do the Indian one. Yeah. And experience a level of discomfort that I don't think many people that aren't homeless in the West are familiar no, with. Is that you, the one like where like people are like hanging off the sides? Yeah. Well, that's okay. So that that is one. Yes. Is that a commuter train? Uh, I think that that's a distance train. I oh, think it is. that that's like no no. It scares me. Like all right, you know about my fucking fascination with Mauritania. Oh yes. Okay. There's a train that rides through much of the Sahara into the interior and you ride on top of their um their they uh transport steel and you ride on the top. Like they transport raw metals and stuff and you ride on the top. What what's the name of the, of the Mauritania. M A U R I T A N I A. And just do Mauritania oh, is it, train. Wait a second. Is it the Islamic Republic of, of uh yes. Mauritania? Yes. Did I tell you about my experience with this place? No. Uh, this fam- is the place where slavery is still. A yes, thing, yeah. like a hundred thousand people still in slavery. One hundred eighty, yeah. Uh, so, 
uh, a family friend is uh, owns a house out there. Working a pied a terre out there, and uh, wants me to come over and go sleep watch there. Him in August. Yeah. So I've told you about my friend who is a memory researcher. Who him and his wife are both memory researchers. So. Those work, arguments must be fun. To work in the same Birthdays place are a big deal. To, <laughs> to, to work in the same place is unheard of because there's only ever going to be one opening at a, for, for a memory. Right. Yeah. So if there's an opportunity at a college, one of them has to take it. Right now, they have a nice situation where they both are able to work uh, in Salt Lake. Shout out to my man Trafton. Uh, but uh, th- this is a similar circumstance. For our friends who work at the consulate, they work in whatever that is, uh, the embassy life, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, And so the idea of you and your partner both having a job in that field makes it a little bit like, oh, you both want to work? Right. Guess it's going to be more Tania. You know what I mean? Wow. Right. Like there's two openings there. Yeah. So they uh, basically, you're not supposed to leave the fucking grounds. No. no, (laughs) Yo, dangerous place. Here's the train ride. You're riding on top of iron ore. Here, let me show you. That's kind of amazing. It looks insane. This is the Sahara Desert. That's Are they where sleep? you're sleeping. Is that like a yes. bed? You're expected. No, that's iron. Ore. No, no, but I'm saying is that. I'm sorry. Oh is that yeah, yeah. It's like a blanket. It's wow. A, you're you're told Sunburn you should bring several be. blankets to cover yourself through the de- the hot times of the day to keep from just being toasted. Cooked, yeah. Because you're sitting on top of a slow moving iron ore train, right? And it doesn't have set times. It runs like four or five times a day. You just have to be at the stop. It defaults at one last stop. And if you want to walk to the town, you just have to walk another like mile and a half or two miles. Doesn't the metal get hot? The town, which is like some uh, like uh, rudimentary. Yeah. Houses so, with, with so, a Starbucks, clearly. Yeah, of course. Everywhere. So for anybody in, for anybody interested, this is a fascinating place to look up on places like Wiki Travel, which just say don't go here. <laughs> it you just says don't. Uh, super dangerous. It's, yeah. it's super dangerous. And what Bob's saying is is true. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people still in slavery, and we're not talking about the type of Dubai uh, uh, labor ex, 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 uh, exploitation. Uh, yeah, oh. not the sort of shit where it is by any Western standard slavery, where they steal your passport and say you got work. That's like look, expatriates kind that, of deal. Th- that's all no. fucked. That's all this fun. is this is f- real deal. Shit. Yeah, like this is closer to chattel slavery than yes. anything that Jesus we know. Yes. It, it, like it's inconceivable. And whenever uh, Western countries and even actually African countries, its neighbors put pressure on it uh, oh. to, to get rid of this practice. They throw the religion card and go, uh, "Are you against Islam?" And then these neighboring countries are like, "No, do we yeah. have to do this?" Yeah. You know, if I mean? you if you want, please. The reason I'm so fascinated with it because it's crazy. Research this country. There's not a lot of fucking information out there. No. Go look for videos. Not a lot out there. Yeah, sure. Because they're closed off. You think there's YouTube really of someone that like filmed their ride on that? On the train? There yeah. might be. That I'm that fascinated I would watch. by. So. Would watch. Charlie Bo, Mauritania. Yes. Let's do it. He's Imagine. He'd probably, get a, he'd probably get through. He pro- he, I know he would. That dude is like. I know he would. And yeah, he'd, he'd be like interviewing like ISIS dudes. So like. <laughs> what, sure. what What, cr- what clicks are you in? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're like a, a defector from Boko Haram and yeah. you're still a dangerous nut job? Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> let's let's talk. Would you walk to Albany from the city? Absolutely. You want to do it this summer? This spring? Yes. All right. Let's do it. Yes. All right. Get a comfortable pair Make of boots so we can do it. Because I was walking in these shoes and they're not very comfortable for walking a lot. I'm like. At some point, I just don't care. My feet hurt, but it doesn't matter. I'll just walk forever. Yeah. So when whatever. I walk, when I walked that thirty-five miles, I was like, after fifteen, you're in pain. Yeah, but you, you just let it ride. Yeah, the feet are just a tool at that point. <laughs> All right, let's get into the meat of today's episode. Yeah, what's it about? My doorbell. Yeah, that was your doorbell. I can't explain. You're only two people I know. Yeah, okay, no, it's well. fucked up. 
All right, today, well, first and foremost, uh, no, we'll, oh, we'll, do, the, we'll do the other chatter this? on the other one. Um, you want to hit that? See what it is. Let him Why in. Not? Fuck it. Let's see. We're going to have a surprise guest, apparently. It's like Ericon? <laughs> yeah. Badger's having a very odd conversation. What'd they say? Package for you. Package for you. Damn. You guys vamp. I'll go check out what it is. Go check oh, the package. They got to bring it up to two flights of stairs. That sucks. What could it be? I mean, I ordered Christmas gifts with Carly, so it oh, could be that. That's good. Don't don't spoil it on the air. No. Um. So let's we'll, we'll go. Uh, how was the backtrack last show? It was awesome. Yeah. All the bands killed. Yes. Um. Rule them all was great. Awesome. Hangman was great. I hadn't seen them in a minute. They were great. Right. I feel like they're getting tighter and tighter. Oh, dude, like you could tell they've tour, done some right. like road road work in Europe. Right. Because it was so fu- it was great. Um, King Nine was great. Um, got a really big reaction. Their set looked brutal. Yeah, it was just yeah. I was glad I was on the other side. Long Island violence. Yes. Um, no Why warning. Why is that on a shirt yet? Long Island violence. Really? It flows off the tongue, you know? Right, it does, and it makes sense for them. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> no warning? No warning was, like, so tight. Really? Fucking fantastic. Um, As a quick pause, yes. do we think they're underrated now? Now they are. Watching it, I was kind of like, yo, like, four years ago, fucking 1,500, however, Many like, people a thousand now, people right. came to see them in Jersey. Yep. And, like, now to a lot of those kids... There, that's a new band. Wow, which to me, I, which blew my mind. I think, yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're so good, and like I know. his voice is better than it's ever been. Yep, it's fucking like brutal, and like they're so tight, and like those songs are just, you know, like the fucking hits. they're hits on hits. That it's like I, you're fucking. Now I don't announce where that's from or anything because it's a likely Christmas present. Yeah, oh, okay. it's definitely a Christmas gift. Right. Right, there very we go. Thank you. Familiar with the brand, so good job. Yeah, it's a little yeah. Um, when I found that, I, I was like, "Are they going to steal my credit card?" Because I didn't—I've never heard of that brand before. No. no oh, it's, it's a popular brand. Is it? Oh, yes. yeah. Look at me. Oh, I'm yes. my finger on the. Yeah, right there. Carly might have. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, Cult- cultural mavens, all three of us. Yes. So yeah, no warning was sick. Terror was awesome. They played like one of those like oh, like they they did the like all right. So we're gonna play like the, the last backtrack show. Yeah. Here's here's twelve fucking Let's bang bangers like in the, good for them. I forget what they open, but like they the second song I just turned to like I don't know if it was like Corey Williams or Busky. I was like, oh, it's gonna be one of those. Yeah, like it yeah. was like the second song was like fucking overcome. I'm like, this yeah. is just stupid. Like they're putting is, it on, right? Yeah, it was just kind of like, like oh, I mean they you know they have enough hits that like you I mean they want to promote their records and all that stuff. Sure. Otherwise, but like those dudes can come out and do you know a forty minute set of just like. Classic songs like and that everybody knows. That's a fun flex. Sometimes. It's cool. Like imagine having that in the tuck just to be like, hey, it's nice. We're just gonna do this. And then uh backtrack was awesome. I mean, it was a definitively backtrack show. That's yeah. cool. Got ten times the reaction of any Everyone other band. Else, yeah. mm. Makes sense. You know, and it was like a lot of different kids and um it was awesome. It was it's a, it to me it was like a, kind of it's an end of an era. Yeah, for Those, sure. I mean, like I think it's lost on older folks like us, but like that was, you know what I mean? Like, there, a lot of fucking people got into hardcore because of that band. No debate. A lot of people got into hardcore. A lot of people discovered the New York hardcore sound that through Backtrack. I, I yeah. said, you know, we talked about on the Lost Patreon episode, uh, they're as influential a New York hardcore band of the past decade as many of their the much more noted bands of the past. You know, um, yeah. so, so big, big shout out to them. And the other cool thing, 
those dudes are staying involved with stuff. You of know, course. like yeah, Ricky's doing flat, flat spot. spot. Uh, Steve's and Candy. Uh, Vitalo is booking bands, managing bands, yeah. doing all that stuff. Um, dudes are in King Nine, right? They're doing. Um, they have some of them have another band called Victory Garden, right? Um, like yo, these are lifers. These are dudes who are doing stuff. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. No, and, and I mean, Vitalo said he's not planning to sing in another band. How long do you think that lasts? I think that'll last. Okay. I can see like to him, to me, like I, I think him and I are like the same. Like we're not fucking artists. Yeah. You both more of an artist than you know. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I don't need to do this. Like, I don't like. I love to do it. Mm. But like with him, I don't think it's like no, I have all these fucking melodies I got to get out of my head. It's probably like I did that. That was cool. You want, are you gonna beat it? You want to hear an interesting take? Sure. I've been not divorced from music, but I haven't been listening do, to music do, 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 do. nearly as much as I have in the past. Right. And I uh, then all of a sudden. My my bands, uh, the the wheel the grease gets in the wheels of my bands where we are writing new material and all this, yeah. and now I'm listening to songs nonstop, and w- what I've come to realize is that my relationship to music is strongest when I am making it myself when I'm in, right. when I'm in that lane. Sure, that makes sense. So, uh, you know, I'm the opposite. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like I missed so many bands in the late '90s and early aughts. That you guys were like, dude, you didn't fucking mm-hmm. like. I couldn't tell you a Zayo song. I didn't listen to Culture. I didn't listen to any of those bands. Mm-hmm. I could tell you the seventeen road. fucking ten yard fight songs. Did not <laughs> listen to any of the other shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like those are like my contemporaries. Yep. Right. Like two of those cut through. The, like Harvest cut through the noise to me. Sure. Right. Or like you know, I d- disembodied. But the rest of the stuff, it's kind of like I know like three eighteen vision songs. More, I know more maybe than, four more than me, though. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yes. these are bands What's that we're alongside of. You know what I mean? No, like, that's that's a good point. I think it's different for different people, clearly, yeah, right? Like yeah. for me, honestly, when I'm more involved in stuff or doing different yeah. things with labels or whatever, yeah. I'm more prone. I mean, obviously doing this podcast has made it because of the specific focus, but but yeah, I can see why being in a band would be really hard. To keep up with what's going on. Right. Because you're like, kind of focused on your own thing. Right. You know? I just got back after 40 days. I want to listen to Fiona Apple, not fucking morning again. You also, know? you don't suffer from this in the same way that I do, but I can get very competitive with contemporaries. Where, oh, I, 100%. Where I, sometimes I just won't fuck with you because I'm like, you haven't earned me fucking with you. You know what I mean? Just like, haven't I haven't earned it yet, baby. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I want to see, oh, everybody's leaving. That's what I want to see every night. <laughs> <laughs> How was the Anxious Record release? Uh, very, very good. Uh, it looked huge. Yeah, like 260 or 70 people. In Connecticut, which is... In a tiny little room. It was awesome. It was really... I mean, it wasn't a tiny room. It was a great space. Shout out to the cave. That looked like a great... It was really great. West Haven? West Haven. Super easy. You played there. Played there. Super easy on off from from 95. And it's the kind of spot when you pull up, you're like, oh, shit, this is in a strip mall kind of thing. And it's in this practice space. But then you go back and the venue is actually awesome. Yeah, Yeah. it looked Good sound. Perfect stage. Um, all the bands killed Soul Blind from Hudson Valley. I was super impressed with. Cool. Yeah. Super, super impressed. Thought they were really, really awesome. good. You like told me the like other a day, band should you, check them what'd out. What did you say the sound was? <sighs> Heavy, alternative kind of vibe. Uh, like that post grunge, like, you know, you could say uh, Cloakroom, Super Heaven. Oh, okay. And, cool. Like post hardcore with definitive grunge and alternative leanings. Yeah. You have gotten that from the name. Yo, it's. I would have gotten so demise good. or something from the name. So good. I recommend it for everybody yeah, cool. to check out. Uh, Soul Blind, 
Restraining order killed it. K- killed, killed, right? Killed. One step closer, killed. Yep. Uh, not their best show, but like it says something when it's not your best show. And you, you still kill. You still kill. Yeah. And that's not really their, their scene. Yo, to a I, let me get right. to this because okay. it's crazy. Praise did very well. Awesome. Anxious stole the show. And I'll put a pin in this. Fiddlehead was awesome. And it's one of those things. Fiddlehead's a band. If you, you know, we talk about it all the time. So fucking just. When you see Fiddlehead play, it's a special thing. They're yep. really, really good. I don't think the dudes from Fiddlehead will mind me saying this. There was walkout after Anxious. Wow. Mm. There was the average age of the show, 21. Fuck. That's a nice young show. Yeah. Lots of young people. And the young people were there for those bands, really into it during Anxious. And most enjoyed Fiddlehead as well. Yeah, but, but they but seem to was, get a good reaction from all the videos. They totally got, yeah. a, they got a great reaction. Yeah. Anxious stole the show. It was very cool to see. Uh, their new lineup is awesome because I never saw them with with with. Is it Grady? Grady singing, singing, just not singing. playing. Yep, that's yeah, a new cool. Thing. So yeah. it's it's great energy. Um, just a cool show. It was it was a nice energy. I think Connecticut has kind of is a little bit on the upswing, which is a nice thing. As as discussed with several people there. Shout out to Yvonne. Shout out to Jay Reason. Shout out to all the younger dudes. Shout out to Cesar. Um, and shout out especially to Grady who did an incredible job kind of setting everything up on that end. Um, Connecticut's an amazing place for shows and, and you might not be from the Northeast. If you're from somewhere else, you could probably relate. It's one of those places where it's pretty easy for everyone to get there mm. noting the traffic. Yeah. And stuff. Mm. But, but otherwise, they get people from Massachusetts. They get everyone yeah. from Rhode Island. You get people from the Hudson Valley. You'll get people from Albany and Western Mass. You yeah, can even true. get people from Jersey and Long sure. Island up there. I mean, sure. it's a keystone. Like hardcore and punk is better when you can go New York, somewhere in Connecticut, and Boston. That's right. When all those scenes are strong, it's mm-hmm. pretty fucking great. And I think there's a good batch of young people there who are all into doing different shit. So uh, very cool. Very cool to see. So um, crazy weekend for shows. So many concerts. <laughs> wow, I sound like my mom. I love that. I Tommy, think, you're going with so many concerts. Of, Next time we do one of those things where we're talking about a bunch of shows, we're going to use that so many concerts. There were so a many A ton concerts. of live music events. What we're going to do today, though, after all this ramble and ramshackle, mm. the hardcore census. Oh, okay. It's here. Oh, wow. The 2020 census. Do I have to report to the uh, city of my birth? Is it like to, Jesus? To fucking Florida? <laughs> yes. No, there's no laws down there. You don't have to do anything in Florida. Yeah, uh, I don't have to pay. Uh, do I have to pay income tax? Or no. no. Do you now? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> so uh, the Hardcore Census, what's this about? FBI. This is a fun game. Yeah, full on. Uh, so everybody knows what the census is. Yes. Can you explain this a little bit? For those who are uninitiated, I mean, it's kind the- of yeah. I mean, ours will be far less intrusive than the U.S. government. Yes. yes. Way. So what they do, they a lot of times they go door to door. Mm-hmm. And then just ask you a bunch of questions, and that it's—I mean—it's kind of how a ton of stuff is divvied up, yes. where where resources go, where you know your representation in in Congress, and in it's a it's a very big part of you know, and that's where gerrymandering comes into play yes. and all this kind of stuff. So it's a it's an important thing. It's not just for the hell of it, but they can say like, there's, you know. How many? I don't even know how many people are in America. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred no, million. No, three three hundred fifty million. Yeah, which to me is so wild because it's so gigantic. Yep. Yes. And then like China has like a billion people. Yep. Five billion. No, is it? Yes. China and India. How have, many? Each have five billion people. How many people are on the Earth? 
uh, around 15. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. No, is that right? Yeah. No. Jesus. I think so. I think we're still at like eight. I think we hover at eight. So, Dude, look at <laughs> look at populations, large populations in the world. Look it up on Wait. your Google machine. <laughs> no, hold on. I love how people Let's go, see. what do you think? I go, I don't know. You have literally the entire world's knowledge in your hand. Yeah, people hate that, though. I had a long conversation about that the other day. World population. <laughs> Um, I'm doing it because I'm faster at typing than Patrick. That's true. Yeah. Oh, you're right. We are. World population is at 7.6 bill. So I was wrong. But let's see. World population. I think population China and India are, are probably a bill each. Yeah. China's 1.4 bill. India's 1.3. Goddamn. And the U.S. is the third highest at 329 million. Which so. comparable. It's literally a quarter of China. I mean, China's a pretty big st- country. I hate big numbers. Similar, so similar size to the states. I think. Yeah, I just. But it's a. It is a very big country because the U.S. is also a very big country. Both top right. five sides. Did you guys watch the uh, Ken Burns the West documentary? No, I want no. to. It's on Netflix right now. It's mm-hmm. the most engrossing shit you'll ever watch in your fucking life. You watch Mandalorian? Oh no, that's the most exciting stuff you watch. That's what I've heard. Mm. So good. That's what I've heard. And there's also a movie, a show called The Movies That Made Us on Netflix. Oh yeah, highly recommend it. Someone so else like, just binged that, and I got to watch it. Yeah, that's like too much of like a that's like a softball pitch right over the plate though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like The West by Ken Burns, not the softball pitch. Not the softball pitch. Although it's so engrossing. High and outside. But yeah. would you catch it? Phew, it's going over. All right. So the census the census the real life census is important and you should pay attention to what the fuck's going on with that because uh, people are trying to change it and you know, fuck all that noise. The hardcore census, which is what we're doing, uh, has little to do with Axe Grant other than this is, we're doing it for fun. Uh, we want to share the results mostly just because it's kind of interesting. And it'll kind of put together like. We just okay. also love wingnut ideas and yeah. just like throw it out. Yeah, exactly. So it's fun. Um, this episode, we'll be going through the questions, but we'll also be workshopping something. Mm. When this episode airs, it'll also go live. Oh, okay. So uh, so the final version may not sound be exactly what you hear today because this is a fucking workshop. Welcome. Welcome to my office. Take a seat. Uh, you guys ready? I am. We are ready. All right. Let's see. Now I got to get out of the world population thing like a... Oh, fuck. <laughs> the text is so small. See? See, Pat right. Fucking around. You got to make it big. <laughs> First question. How old are you? Age ranges under 20, 21 to 25, 26 to 30, 31 to 35, 36 to 40, 40 plus. There's no decline. Oh, it's like that. It's like There's that. There's no decline... But Patrick, your age is mm. Tom. I'm 44 years old. I'm 40 not plus. Cool. I'm in the 36 to 40 range. I can't believe I get in the plus. That's <laughs> shitty. Do you want me to do an over? Should I do a 40 to 45 or 40 to 44? I mean, I think there's a ton of youths in the 40 to 45 range. When you're like 49, still going to shows, I think then you're in the plus section. Is that right? Okay. okay. Maybe that's my own bias. I think All right. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to go 40 to 45. For you. I'll switch you it for you. You want to do five-year increments? We're doing I'm fine five with year whatever. Increments. We're doing five-year increments to 50, and if it's 50 or 50 plus. Sorry, Steve Reddy. He should be our... Yes. Yeah. We should all be so lucky to be 50 and be Steve Reddy. <laughs> for sure. Our asses. I got to ask him about his back, though. You think he's got back problems? Uh, Does a lot no, of yoga, maybe? Big, yeah. Dude, he looks Why limber. would he have... Because he's 50? A 50-year-old that's an athlete? Yo, you're fucked. Not if you keep, keep his diets right. Yeah, he stays active right, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Come on. But man. sometimes being active is the. I know. I'm lifting all those crates of Cohen and Cambria records. <laughs> yeah. All right. Where are you from? So I did uh, international. Please write in. Don't take this as a diss. Nah. Um, There's a lot of places. Yeah. 
Uh, I separated by regions northeast, mid-Atlantic, southeast, midwest, mountain west, southwest, and west coast. Northeast, northeast, northeast. Do we want to go PNW? Or do we do a I PNW? I thought about that, but there's so much division on here. Because Pacific Northwest would be Oregon, Washington, Alaska. Yeah. And then West Coast, I'd just have Cali. California only. I mean, Cali is its own. It is its, it's own. I thought about just putting California. Uh, California. Telling me. I'm not going to divide that just because... All right, you know what? We'll divide it because we know we have a big Pacific Northwest. I guess I'll put Idaho in the Pacific Northwest as well. Boise on top? Yes. 2020. <laughs> Boise right. was psyched on getting a lot of Boise love. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys are going to sell out whatever next show you play there. That's probably you true. Know. You know what? If Boise can have us, we'll try to do an Axe Grind live. I love, I love it out fuck, there. Boise is pretty cool. Boise is a cool little town. Let's fucking go. Uh, other than hardcore, it's the ripping down. What types of music do you listen to on a regular basis? Select all that apply. So I'll mention it: regular basis, frequently. Let's say more than once a month. Yeah, right? like d- d- don't don't say that because you've listened to reggae in your life that you're gonna a- no. Click you have the to listen to on a regular. Yeah. Right. If you were going to like your Spotify, like most played. Yeah, like, like we that, ass- Yeah. We're gonna assume that you're an adult and you've listened to various types of right, music right. over the span of your life. So I'll, I'll say it, and you guys can give it just a simple yes or no, since it's multiple choice. Uh, regular basis. Country. No. Unless you count like Lucero as country. Mm, we'll see. if I think it might yeah. fall somewhere else. Sure. No. I, no. I'd say less I than most Country. Folk. Probably more of that. I yeah, probably Dylan. more of that. Yeah. Jazz. Nope. No. New wave. Yep. No. Post-hardcore. Yes. Punk. No. Yes. I, I, when you, uh, you sent this to me mm-hmm. and I was like, do I listen to punk? Yeah. And... On a monthly basis? See, this is a hard question in some respects because what if there's one punk band that I really like and I don't listen well, to any other Well, so there's been a time in your punk. life where I think you listen to a lot of punk. More than today, for sure. And so this will be within the last year. I'll put that caveat here. All right, I'll just say no for Did the you say no for post-hardcore? No, I said because uh, I listen, but that's the same situation. There's one, there's one post-hardcore really band that I on the regular. really like. Yeah. yeah, well, Walter's bands in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Reggae. Yes. Yes. In the last month, uh, probably not. I gotta hit you with some reggae playlists I've been putting together. There's some really good stuff. I love it when I hear it. Yeah. It's just like I don't know where to start. That's it's most my, people's it's relationship. My, uh, with it. It's my like I've I got into it more by listening to it when I make dinner and then at dinner because it's real nice in the background. It's I would probably really nice. love like a Jimmy Cliff. Yeah, you would. When as a kid, like it was like Buju Bantan and yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Shaba ranks and all that. A lot stuff. of yelling. Mm-hmm. A lot of that. Very aggressive. Yeah. But King I would Tommy, probably like some like yeah, some like stuff. background mm-hmm. like I don't want to be the dude that's like what I own Legend by fucking Bob Marley. No. It's cool. Scientist like, uh, man. I mean, Ooh, there's it's, here's what I've learned about Bob Marley. Yes, is it liking the is it similar to liking like the Eagles or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah in some respects. But he's is it also fucking it. awesome? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Of so course. maybe that just makes it Led Zeppelin. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, rap, hip hop. Yeah. Yes. Ska. No. Yes. Nice. Classic rock. Yes. Sure. Metal. Yes. Not really. Oi. No. Yes. Indie. Yeah. Yes. Alternative. Yeah. Yes. Noise. No. Yeah, but not on purpose. Electronic. Uh, well, this month I would say yes, but that's ir- irregular, so I'd say no. No. Death metal. Nope. Yes. New, new metal. Under no, no circumstance. Slam. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. That was really good. Generational difference. Yes. With some of our audience. Yes. Tom and I both just looked 
yes. grossed out. Yes. Like, do you want this play to poop? And I smiled because I also felt so grossed out. But it was so funny. But I follow so many fucking twenty-four-year-olds who fuck fucking love like, it. But that's why this is going to be so fun because look. We don't. We you can put your email if you want. I, we're not collecting this for emails right. or anything. Please don't yeah. feel obligated. Yeah. Um, answer this Nobody's honestly. selling you your data. We'll be dudes. we'll be sharing all this info, but it'll be kind of interesting to go. Yo, between uh, people under the age of twenty four, a ton of people said new metal sure. or not or we'll not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we hired a statistician from Harvard. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah, MIT. Exactly. I'm sorry, it was MIT. 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 We the guy that got it. busted for counting cards. <laughs> there you go. We hired yes. that dude to come down the, and yeah. the twenty one guy. Uh, oh, twenty one. Was it twenty one? It's the Kevin Spacey film. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes. Correct. The radio edit film. Yo, know, yeah. that's a not a great movie. Mm-hmm. And if you watch it, he's great in it. He is really good. It's in that so movie. crazy. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. Shit bag. <laughs> slam. No. I define slam for. Are we gonna give like internal? Uh, that's where I was to, like how because sl- electronic is a really broad super term, broad. But I was like how how much do I start to parse this? You, by the time you hear this, we might have added a few more. But or, I'm trying or to keep kicked a couple because I, I, like I would because I would say uh, internal be- bleeding. Yeah, I would say that slam just falls into the death metal. Okay, so yeah. we'll, we'll, matrix, we'll probably you know. nick slam and I put deathcore. Because I feel like that's that's slightly different. Of its own sure, thing. I'd say that's slightly different. And yeah. we're not, not none of us are listening to deathcore on the reg. No. What's give me a deathcore band? I can't. Your Acacia Strain. No. No. I th- is that is that what that is? Yes. I listen to a bunch of Jesus pieces, man. No, that's that, borderline. Yeah, I would say that appeals to that fan, but is different. Yes. Got it. How much time do you spend listening to music, any type, per week? One to three hours, four to ten, ten to twenty, more than twenty. Last four months, it's only been one to three. Yeah. I would probably put just myself, starting to change now. Thankfully, with some of my just any type of music, I'm in the ten to twenty. Yeah, same. Yeah, I've been I've been like really thin for the last maybe three months. Yeah, yeah, really thin. It's only in the last couple of weeks that I've started to come out and been like, oh yeah, I'm really. I, I like music. Yeah, I like music. Sometimes it takes some effort to really <laughs> put on music. Yeah. You know, it's it's okay. We could have a podcast question on there. I've thought about it. I'm not sure. We'll get I'm to curious it. about that. Put pins. Put pins. I think it is. How do you primarily listen to music? Select the one which you use With most frequently. Ears. Streaming service, <laughs> vinyl, MP3s, vinyl, other physical media, or other digital media, YouTube, or other. So streaming service, MP3s, vinyl, other physical media being CDs. Check all that applies. Just one. Pick the one that you primarily use. Streaming. Streaming. No. YouTube? No. Your own iTunes? Uh, yeah, my own iTunes. So your MP3s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so dated. That's like But if we if we flip the if we go back ten years, we're Everyone, all yeah. in MP3s. Sure, right? sure, sure. You know what I mean? But I, I typically don't like to think of myself as a guy that's uh using Winamp and uh using a cane. <laughs> Sometimes you know? you're a Luddite. You I, know that's, what I mean? true. that's true. That's so, true. All right. Uh this is a fun question. How do you interact with hardcore as a music and subculture? Select all that apply that have occurred within the last year. So I'm going to read these. This is again, say yes or no. Listen to the music. Yes. yes. Yeah. Put out records. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In the last year? Have I put out a record? I probably have. I don't know. No, no, I haven't. No, I haven't put out a record. Are we counting Axe to Grind presents? Live. You know what? We should. Then yes, yes. We have put out records. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Buy music. Vinyl, cassette, CD. Yes. So f- buy physical music. Correct. Yes. yes. Have you? Have you bought physical music this year? Good question. Oh, yes, you did. You bought that record that was a gift for someone. It's a Laserdisc, but that's not hardcore. 
And it doesn't count the spiritual cramp records that were on your. That no, you didn't buy those. That doesn't count. Even though you have it, it doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. Buy music digitally. No. Yes. Yes. Uh, streaming yes. doesn't count. You bought music digitally. Yeah. Great job. I mean, I paid for streaming. Does that count or no? No, it doesn't. Uh, but maybe I, no, I, I might add that it. as a thing. I don't. I don't buy a ton just because yeah. it's like everything's everything's on stream. Yeah. yeah. Buy merch. Yes. 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 Design merch, art, or flyers. I've done that. I, he, he bought a drop dead shirt. That's the only thing I know. That's, that's we a bought a drop dead shirt, yeah. and and I actually owe our man money for the reserving dirt nap shirt. Yes, you. Yes, need you the, did. we need both the Venmo. Um, Let me get it. You got that banging Madball shirt too. I just bought a Madball uh, shirt. Design merch, art, or flyers. Have you done that, Patrick? Yes. Yes. Tom, you have. Fantastic. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Good. Buy zines. Have you bought a zine this year? Yes. Uh, I think I've been gifted a zine. Does that count? Doesn't count. Okay, no, no. Okay, didn't support it. Make a zine. I uh, have not this year. Yes. No. Okay. Go to shows. Yes, all three. Uh, yes. Is it? <laughs> what if you don't play? Does that? If- Alex Casey, we put me on the spot the other night at dinner. It was like, you've been to more shows than you think. I was like, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I've been to, uh, I think I counted 10. I'm oh, like number that, one. That's like more, yeah, you're, oh, more, you're yeah. number one. I'm, we'll get to that question later too. I'm 100 percent the last you're in line, but I mean, I was at like ten because I was like, I think I'm at about one a month, kind of thing. Put on shows, yes. Have you? You didn't do a show this year that I was involved in, like booking, involved no. in booking. No. no. You put on any shows? Uh, the drug church record release? No. no. I was very tangentially. No, the the self defense live things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You shows count. Those count. All right, and in a band, yes, yes, yes. All right, and then other. Is there anything else? And uh, host a podcast is our other act thing. So if you did that, you also can be on that. Um, question seven. How often do you go to hardcore or hardcore adjacent shows? Once a month? Two to four shows per month? Whoa. Five to eight shows per month? Eight plus per month? I go to a lot of shows, all right? Less than one show per month. Certainly that last one. Yes. I'd say two to four. Yeah. Two to four. Two to four is a lot. It might be more the two than the four. It's the two for you, but that's still pretty impressive. But sometimes, yeah. and I think there's been times where you've hit three, you know? Yeah, like I mean, it all term. depends. It's kind of like, it'll be a month that we have nothing, and then it'll be like... This you know. also depends largely on how old you are and where you live. Yeah, geography is a huge Yo, part you live. When I was living in Southern California, it was easy for me to go to four shows in a month. No sweat. Even though I was right. in my late 20s, it was easy. Easy to go to four shows. Right, but if you're living in, you know... When I was living in San Antonio, Wyoming. when I was living in San Antonio, hard to go yeah. to hard to go to two shows a month, um, unless you're going to Austin. Wait, could you, you explain where shows. exactly where San Antonio is, real quick? Sixty miles south of Austin. It's in Texas. And no, thank you. Uh, so, like, um, but is maybe it a, it's a hundred miles. Is it a it's border like, city or not? No, not close. So what is uh, what? It's it's dead. It's not dead middle because dead middle is probably further west. But Houston is three and a half hours due east. Austin is 100 miles due north. Dallas is another couple hours past that. What's the sister city to Juarez? Browntown? What's that? What no, is it's it? not Browntown. It's uh, it's the Rio Grande RGV. Um, it's in the valley. Not El Paso. McAllen? Is it El Paso? It's McAllen. No, is it? Oh, no. Juarez is out on the west. It's El Paso. Okay, thank yeah. you. So in my head, I get, San, uh, I get San Antonio and El Paso confused for El whatever Paso, reason. El Paso, much smaller city on the further furthest western point it's where of Beto Texas. was from. Oh, yeah. Beto. And, and at the drive-in. drive-in. Oh, at and the drive-in. And it's where Indecision broke up. Do you like Beto more Literally. than at the drive-in or the same? 
You know what? Honestly, as time has gone by, I have a more appreciation for At The Drive-In than I did as a kid. Really? Yeah. Question remains. Beto or At The Drive-In? That's tough, man. I'm going, uh, I'm going At The Drive-In. All right. So the show's one's a good one because I think that's going to be really different and be interesting. All right. Do you currently identify as any of the following? Select all that apply. Vegetarian, vegan, straight edge, none of the above. Straight edge, vegetarian. Vegan, straight edge. Straight edge. So we'll do that. How often? I prefer straight fucking edge. Two words. (laughs) Straight (laughs) fucking edge. There's only one thing I've got left to say. Shout out Morgana. (laughs) That was his lyrics. Two words. Straight fucking. I'm like, that's not straight. Mm. Religious beliefs. I am a member of an organized religion. I am a member of an organized, organized religion and consider myself very involved. I believe in a higher power, but I'm not a member of an organized religion. I consider myself an atheist, no God. I consider myself agnostic, neither faith nor disbelief in God. I don't care or other. Atheist. Uh, on the border of I don't care, but I'll go right. with agnostic. I think agnostic. It's agnostic or atheist, and it's really a lot of I don't care. It's a lot of I don't care for me. I'm excited to see that, the question answer. What year did you get into hardcore? 91. 96? Yeah, it's either 95 or 96, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. And how old were you at that point? You don't have to share, Captain. <laughs> I'm not actually that mysterious. It's just a bit. I know. <laughs> the, uh, I was early in high school. 15. Uh, 15, yes. And that's going to be interesting for all this stuff, yeah, too. Yeah. I think it's going to be so cool. Um, do you do this on like Survey Monkey or something? Survey Planet, actually. Survey Planet. What era or hold eras? On, hold on, real quick, of, real quick. Yeah. Why is everything a monkey? Like whenever there's like... like MailChimp? Yeah. yeah like why, why, grab it. why do we feel like, oh, it's technology... Monkey. Opposable thumbs? I, uh, yeah, okay. Did you know bats have opposable thumbs? <laughs> I no. did not. Very interesting. My son taught me that. Uh, what eras of hardcore are you most interested in? I just did by decades. 80s, 90s, 2000s, oh. 2010s, and right now. You can select two if you want. At this juncture in my life, I'll go 80s and right now. I would probably go 90s and right now. 80s and right now. But that's kind of why I, I'm very curious. Cool. I think there's going to be difference. Nineties is right there. Like there, there's, it's going to be a tough one. You know, I think there'll be people who pick nineties and two thousands. I think there'll be people who pick all different ones. You see, know? Uh, what's interesting though is I'm less interested. So I don't maybe clarify the question a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because nineties is that's what you grew up on. That's what you connect with to a large degree. But that's almost why I'm not interested in it. Uh, there's some people who are the exact opposite too. Okay. Because they, you know, there's there's a certain level, and it's that's it's a right now question. Because you've said you you identify it the right way. Right now, I'm most interested in these two things. Yeah, I Next also feel year, like I could, know a lot about the '90s, where it's almost like you know, I'd rather some learn. Who do and or there's some people who don't and are really yeah. diving into that right now. So it's cool. How often do you check out new music? <laughs> Several times per week. Yes. Weekly, monthly, quarterly, couple times a year. Several times. Yeah. Per week. Yeah. Yeah, but without with without the podcast, without the podcast, I would say monthly still. Probably monthly still, me. yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, and it and it probably is somewhere between weekly and monthly for me. But but yes, because of the podcast, you know, we're there, and that's a fun one. Um, Some people hit us with suggestions on the fifty two, yeah. that were really strong. Not because they're the hypeness bands that we're no. going to be able to talk about necessarily. 
but some good fucking acts that have fell through our yeah. net. Like, yeah, no, and I, 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 yes, I mean, we played a couple on last week's listening yeah. party that are very interesting. Do you travel for shows? And here's how I helped caveat it. Attend, not play, shows more than 45 miles from where you live, and do not consider festivals for this question. Here's the choices. I frequently travel for shows, shows more than six times per year. Oh. I travel for shows sometimes, three to five times a year. I rarely travel for shows one to two times per year. Final answer, I do not travel for shows. Three to five. Yep. You might. How far you come down to the shore. You, you, the shore counts. Yeah, so then. Yeah, it's yeah, five. Yep. Uh, this year, almost not at all. I yeah. uh, felt like I did. Uh, Drug Church was touring so hard at the beginning of the year. Yeah, then you kind of. I did not reckless. feel the need to see fucking anything. And then you were in New York City for most of it, so yeah. you didn't have to travel. Right. And that's, again, you know, like there's going to be people who take this who it's like. Oh, 45 miles? Yep, that's what I have to drive to go to any sure. show. So, yes, I travel for shows. Although, yeah. But I'll say, honestly, not that I want to do it every weekend, but I really, en- I still enjoy... A hardcore road trip? I, yeah, I oh, enjoy yeah, so traveling to see a show. Oh, yeah. So fun. So fun. One of the best parts of it. Did you attend any hardcore fests in the past year? Yes or no? And if so, which ones? I don't know if I did this year. Did no. I? Might not have. No? No? No. Yes, uh, Sound of Fury. Okay. Was it for me? Yeah, but but it? I think there's going to be a few people who have, I bet there's a lot of people who have more than one. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this plays into this. Did I miss every fucking fest this year? Yeah. I may have. Mm. Did you play? Well, you played punk rock bowling, but that was playing. Yeah. 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 Well, play. Yeah. Uh, on any given year, I play two. A couple. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so, I don't know how yeah. many I've gone to this year. All right. This is the most involved question, but for people who are listening. Don't spend an hour on it. If you want to spend an hour on it, do do whatever you want to do. But the goal of this is more just like, oh, just do an approximate. Is this a write-in? Which one? What's this? Approximately, how much money did you spend on hardcore this past year? Wow. Do not include releasing records oh. or band-related okay. activity because I sent this to three people, one of whom runs a record label, and their very first answer was, how much did I spend this much? Yeah, $28,000. Yeah. Yes, and I was like, please see the caveat. Yeah. All right. Attending shows and or festivals, including travel. Are there ranges? No, I just this is a fill in because there's so many. I'm gonna say I spent forty eight dollars. Sure. I'd probably say between like seven hundred and a G. Cool. I would say a lot less because we, we I don't go to nearly as many shows as you. Uh, I mean buying records and stuff. No, no, no. This is attending shows. This is oh, just down. attending shows. Yeah, just attending shows. Like attending oh. shows or festivals. So you're in the, you're 3, three to five hundred. Three to five hundred. Three to five hundred. Yeah, I think that's you're, right, that sounds right for you. Yeah. Buying new records or physical media from bands or label. So buying new records. That's probably between like five and seven hundred. Okay, <laughs> that's a lot of records, man. Buying old records. So that's secondhand. If you were buying stuff off eBay, zero, much. right? Zero. Buying new merch from bands or label. Or mm-hmm. you know, like merch store. Yeah, that's it's low for me. I'm saying thirty bucks. You you probably did more than you think. Maybe because you bought that drop dad. You bought a couple things. Uh, you know what? I enjoyed something so much the other day that I wanted to support the band mm-hmm. and uh, reached out for the for the merch. Mm-hmm. The merch's not that hot. Don't know what to do. I bet I'm gonna bet you're really for buying new merch. Mm-hmm. You're probably at a hundred dollars. Okay. Buying old merch. Mm. Did I get the yuppie side shirt this year? I think I did. You did. So I'm at over 100. <laughs> I think you might be at 200 for that one, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
You didn't buy any old merch, Tom. I didn't no. buy any old merch. I bought some new merch. I'm going to put my number there at like 150. Buying new records, I'm going to put it to f- eh, 300. Eric shared with me that Offset has a cereal collection. Who? Offset of the Migos. Oh, okay. He collects uh, limited edition cereals. Okay. It's like, like a interesting... People do ugly things. <laughs> don't approve of that one huh no that's fine i mean people collect stuff i don't know <laughs> they do. i collect a lot of stuff and i you know it's that's a tough one that's a lot of space being taken up that is a lot of space but he's probably got a big house he's probably got several yeah with a cereal house uh buying zines a couple bucks and then other so if you had to do your hardcore expenses total now just going through those <laughs> you want to write it off at the end of the year 1500 probably between a thousand fifteen yeah okay yeah that seems reasonable um, and I bet there's some people who are way. Oh high, yeah, I mean, which is fucking awesome. Like, think about people that flew west to go to Santa Fe. People that oh, flew yeah. east to go to this is Hawkeye. Like, people who flew across money. the oceans to do these things. Like, that's you true. Know? To go to a poison the well show. That's right. Yeah. So, so all right. What I, I would like to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. What are we missing? What else should we include? We'll we'll probably have a few questions on here. We have room for say five more questions before we're like pat this is 15 questions i think we can safely do to 20 yeah yeah but these i think the extra five have to be sort of very cut and dry yes mm. like no like do we want would is would <clears throat> demographic stuff be in, of interest to people i think so that would be interesting like i think we'll put I, those in you there. know 500 people responded mm-hmm. you know 450 males and 50 whatever oh that's a good one yeah we're gonna do uh gender like identification yep, yeah. we'll do that that'll be right up front we'll do um is sexual orientation interesting to people you know what in 2019 i'm not sure if it is in the same way that it used to be like obviously mm-hmm. it's a big conversation yeah but but i kind of almost assume that every kid i meet is what is attracted to whatever? A little fluid, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like I assume, if you're under 25, you're fluid as fuck. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> hold do- on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Write us and tell us if that was the most old man shit. Because fuck. Because in yeah. my experience, I'm just like, oh yeah, you're under 25. You're fluid. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you're fluid. That's what it is. Like you. Uh, and I'm the old guy in this. Th- but that's been my experience. It's just every young person is like, mm. it's not like a thing in the way that it was previously. Right. Sure. Like you used to have to identify like, hey, I'm a homosexual. You know what I mean? Right. People don't yeah, even yeah. use the word fucking homosexual yeah, anymore. That's right. You know what I mean? So. Uh, what uh, else would be interesting though like from a data point of well view? so from data from data this is all pretty good because it's kind of it hits some different points and the reason it's kind of interesting because it's sort of like well who's still buying records and who's spending more money on shows are young you know and it's it's really going to be a fun thing we'll we're gathering this and we'll share it with everyone um and let people see it so you know it'll be fun uh ground rules just, how much you pay for rent no oh okay it's kind of interesting yeah that's a that's a regular census question so we should do that i wonder i mean like it'd be cool okay. like well yeah, we'll do so we'll do we'll put some regular demographic info <laughs> but right that, up might, front. that might be for our benefit just so we know where to retire to sure you know too. what i mean because if you're like yo i live in a house with like three other people and i, I pay know, 500 bucks in like this like mansion and fucking mm. well not jackson hole but that's yeah. mm. i want to move to wyoming like somewhere out there yeah there's some nice towns you know yeah. what's shocking is how much smaller those places are than I even realized. Oh yeah, like Cheyenne is smaller Sh- than brick by a Cheyenne lot. Cheyenne is insanely small. Population you can 60, drive 000. by it in five minutes. Population it, sixty thousand. I stayed at a house there. Crazy. I'm like, oh my god, because everybody knows Cheyenne, Wyoming, but it's yeah. nothing. Um, I went to a sporting goods store. It's my Cheyenne experience. Oh, uh, went, w- went to a, uh, a, a pizza dicks. parlor, yeah. desperate for a vegan option. 
didn't have it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have one. Yeah. I went to a sports bar that was a converted like uh, barn. Mm, there you it was go. Something. So maybe we'll have a couple more fun ones. I'll, I'll do like. Uh, I was thinking of one that's like, uh, who's your classic hardcore band? What are what oh, is the you know, what is the band that you know? Which of these bands do you consider your classics? You know, and we'll do a range. You know, I'll get you guys both in on that because there might be people who say Bad Brains, there's going to be people who say Converge, there's going to be people who say Poison the Well, and there's going to be people who say Turnstile. Yeah, everybody you know? who's listening to this before answering the question, answer honestly. Yeah, you're it's in anonymous. your own home. It doesn't. Yeah, you don't yeah, got to yeah, flex. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be anonymous and fun, and you know, feel free to do it. Because um, I got a real strong opinion about that. The who who's your classics? I think that the people that can say bad brains mm-hmm. is way way smaller than we would ever think. It's the equivalent of like so when someone goes, "What's your favorite movie?" I usually go, um, "Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind." Oh, do you? In reality, mm-hmm. it's probably can't hardly wait. There you go. Or um, <laughs> yep, mean or, girls or something. No, what's the fucking? Oh my god, now I'm blanking. Boondock Saints. What's Where? eating Gilbert Grape? Wow. <laughs> but I you have to, to s- have like the like the artsy like I'm not embarrassed by this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like legitimately can't hardly wait. And like The Dark Knight are probably like my two favorite movies. Those ever. are very good. Can't hardly wait's a great movie. But Bad Brains. Here's it might be smaller, but it might. It, I think it depends on what kind of world you grew up in. Like Bad Brains was essentially like handed out like Calgon. I know, yeah. I know. You know I mean? And I would say the same thing about Minor Threat to a degree. But as sure. we've talked about. I think that I think that tops think out at the year two thousand. I really do. I don't know. I think there's also people who, I think there's people who were super got into hardcore two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Say, younger people, mongoloids aged people. Yeah, who <laughs> the Mongo generation, right? Mongo generation, whose appreciation for hardcore grew and appreciation for classics grew over time. Sure, because there's certain things that are timeless. And it also you know, depends on who's might say leading the charge. Time to shine is timeless. Yes, and it, they, it depends on who is. Because I feel like that was like always our our experience in Europe. Like whoever mm-hmm. was there most recently mm-hmm. was the was the style that people were down. Yeah, yeah. I like mean, if you followed fucking in my eyes and ten yard fight, everyone was a youth group kid. Yep. yep. Or I think that's the same thing. It's like when Poison the Well and fucking Eighteen Visions and American Nightmare were the biggest bands in in hardcore. Mm-hmm. That's who Probably people got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like when, when it was fucking four punch and 10 yard fight and in mm-hmm. my eyes it was a whole different fucking story. And, mm. and when it was code orange we saw that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, so it's, it's very interesting. Sure. Uh, so, so we'll, we'll do a little bit of that. Um, any other fun questions? Because when people hear this it'll be out there. Right. Like what's something like extraneous that would be like, that's pretty funny. Like, I would never, you know, like yeah. stuff that we kind of shoot in the dark. Oh, oh I, I had, a, this one was, uh, was thrown out at me. Um, who was your gateway band? Not bands. Who was your gateway band? The band you got into hardcore from. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one because that's you know if you you have to just pick one. Yeah. And that'll probably be done around the age one. I think that's age a more, and when you got into stuff. I think we're more likely to get honest answers to that than what what's what classic. Is your, what do you consider? Yeah, what do you consider your classic right. It might band? be your fucking local band that never left yeah. your town. Well, and I might be able to do the classic band in a fun way that's like, please order these bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is fun. That'll just be kind of fun to see what susses out. Which, by the way, everybody, there is legitimately no wrong answer. No, we're talking about <laughs> personal taste. Like, we, there's things that we like and that we dislike, and there's some, th- there's yeah. the rare thing that we all three of us agree on, right? Mm-hmm. But... In no way, shape, or fucking form, just so we're clear, do we think that you got a 
agree with us. No. Like, good <laughs> God, please Just don't. so everybody gets it. I think that longtime listeners probably understand. Yeah, I mean, and we might go like, you know, a lot of people were psyched on that, like, personal classics kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, they were. And, you know, like, Bob may be big enough, fucking world burns to death. Mm-hmm. And, like, all we ask, give it one listen. Yeah, sure. Whatever it may be. And I've we've all done that internally yeah that like bob like oh you should really and i'll give it a shot and i go oh fuck sometimes i go this is crap i hate it yeah and it has no like no bearing on my opinion of bob or bob's (laughs) opinions no it's like okay i gave that a shot then sometimes you go oh wow i discovered this oh yeah like like hey i re-listened to blah 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 and it's like "Eh, it's better than i remembered yeah sure you know and that's literally the entire point yeah we're gonna be flexing genre exercise 2020 Mm. but uh enjoy this because this will turn into a really fun episode for us and hopefully just a cool thing to share out there and to see and you know kind of like the data. complexion huh we like data yeah oh, we do like data it. Ah, it'll be really fun and cool to see and see how different it is and uh if we if we get a good turnout on it uh, I'll put some extra work in. We'll make some fucking pivot tables for y'all to, to play around with. God damn. Mm. Uh, all right. That, that, Exercise or Excel. Fun to talk about and uh, expect that to be it's available live. to you. It's yeah. live. It's live. Uh, all right, everybody. Talk to you soon. See ya. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where the fuck do you think you're going? We're not what? done. Oh, huh? I, I had a place to be. Is that not cool? Whoa, whoa. Sit the fuck back down. I'm really. This is an aggressive tone. It's a long drive back to Albany, but like you can probably wait. I just well, don't. I don't know if it's I like going to be hard to hit the gas if you break your fucking legs. Well, now he's sit getting, down. Now he's getting really aggressive. No. <laughs> what, what I think you just stay sitting. Is that? <laughs> that's your advice here. Yeah, right now. <laughs> All right, fuck it. One of my favorite records of 2019. To whatever fateful end. Here's our friends. Magnitude. Live on Axe to Grind. <laughs> good pop. Good pop. There we go. Yeah. What about Connie? Welcome to Axe to Grind. My name's Bob, and in the studio with us today is Magnitude. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. My name's Russ. I'm the vocalist. I'm Cameron. I play bass. I'm Paul, and I play guitar. I'm Matt, and I also play guitar. Oh, we got to go back. I'm Connor. I play drums. What's up, guys? How you doing today? Doing wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I just awesome. told you about my day. It's going to yeah. be a long one. Busy one. But I'm very glad you're here. We had a nice meeting. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about your day. You're recording now. Yes. And then what do you all have tomorrow? Work. Yeah. And how far is it from here in Belmar, New Jersey? That's to a good question. Charlotte? We're not yeah. quite sure. Yeah. 10 yeah. hours? Okay, yeah. So we'll uh, really quick before we get into this, and I'll tell a good story. Thank you to Sean Kennedy, Sean, our producer. He does all the work here, so everybody should hit him up. We'll give his socials out and all that. Thanksgiving last year, I was in Asheville. Mm-hmm. Uh, my significant other had a European work trip. She flew out of Charlotte direct on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Me and my five-year-old son were like, oh, we'll just, we can just drive home. It took us 16 hours because oh, of traffic. Wow. So not to, like, worry you or anything. <laughs> All right, well, we might not. Sorry, Kev, if you're listening to this, our, our uh, boss, we, we might not be in tomorrow. We might vacation here instead. <laughs> yeah, go to the town. North Carolina, yes. you're a UNC fan. Please yes. tell me why. Okay, uh, in the fourth grade, um, uh, I, my teacher, that was one of my favorite years in school 
but uh, my teacher, uh, Miss Lackey, she was uh, big on Carolina pride. And uh, that year we were learning a lot about uh, the state and the geography, learned a lot about the lighthouses and the Outer Banks and all that. And she was a big uh, UNC fan. So that year she actually, uh, she had the tournament on in the classroom. In the classroom. Yeah, in the classroom. I Literally love that. Playing in the classroom. It was wonderful, yeah. And ever since then, I've been a big fan. I played basketball growing up. And uh, yeah, that was the uh, the Tyler Hansborough era. Oh. Um, Tyler, yeah, the 2009 championship team. Psycho T, Wayne Ellington, Danny Green, uh, yeah, Deion Thompson, and Ty Lawson, yeah. Okay. Good, like, good one out of five ain't bad, you know what I mean? Nah. Danny Green's still kicking it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm also skipping playing basketball with you, which would have been really fun. Oh, that would have been awesome. There's a court over there. Well, I don't have a basketball in this car. I do Did in Did we mine. bring it? Okay. It's, 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 it's in the running. Ball. All right. So we might, play, we might run after yeah, this. That would be cool. So Magnitude is a straight edge band. Yes, sir. What does that mean to you guys? And do you think that's important in 2019? Definitely. Um, I think... For me, uh, I claimed Edge when I was uh, around the age of 14, when I first kind of got into hardcore. It was always uh, a super, I guess, internally, I, it always uh, aligned with my views. Uh, There's just this driving force uh, before I found out about hardcore. But obviously, I, I feel like this is kind of the case with a lot of uh, younger kids who claim at an early age, but it just aligned with me big time. Um, what about you guys? <laughs> he has some He's grabbing the mic. Take it. I do have some stuff to say. I actually uh, want to give a shout-out to my man Peter from Inclination, fellow teacher straight edge. Um, we had a nice talk about this yesterday. Teacher straight edge. Teacher That's straight a real edge. thing. That is a it real is thing. It is a real thing. I know several. Um, shout-out Pat Flynn, too. He uh, was talking about how it's very important um, when you're thinking about straight edge that you use the whole like clarity of mind to do something bigger than just being drug-free. I think that's really important, and I think that that's why I like to see bands that are straight edge but have something to say. Um, just so that they're kind of promoting a message of thinking beyond just the realm of hardcore and being like, yeah, you know, I put an X on my hand and I go to shows and I mosh with my friends, but like, what else are you doing? What does that mean? Yeah. What's the edge actually? Exactly. Okay. I I might add that, um, I think magnitude as well. We are kind of like a grand scheme of things band. That is like one of the big pillars, uh, of our foundation as a band, uh, something that we talk about, but that sort of moral general moral compass comes into play with, uh, various other things as well. Um, and they don't necessarily fall behind particular labels, but all in all, just trying to, uh, progress as a person and, and just, I guess, leave something positive behind in our time on this planet. So. That's fucking well said. So one thing before we get into the music, mm-hmm. you guys just put out an LP. Yes. Uh, I'm expecting you're going to tour, et cetera, do that mm-hmm. to the best of your abilities. Are you going to do another LP? That's a great question. Do you like that question this something, early on? That's something we've discussed. We, we've, we've discussed this, okay. yeah. So um, it's definitely very early to... Uh, feel super strongly about that right now but i would say yes you all feel so you guys were nodding along saying yeah anyways so, so i'm gonna so give the behind the scenes we definitely we definitely um we definitely want to tour big time off of this record and in my mind i believe in our music big time and i believe in the message and i think over however long it might take for a new record uh we definitely have one in us and uh it could definitely be even better for sure that's what i like to hear this is magnitude Hi, I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show. 
Our podcast is real, honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyle. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now at Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11.
our first time playing in Jersey. Live on Axe to Grind, it's great to be here. This one's off a seven inch we put out over a year ago on Plead Your Case Records. I wanna let everybody know to look out for a record coming out on Plead Your Case, an LP by a band from Tampa, Florida called Point of Contact. Uh, the album's called Commitment, comes out I believe September 2nd. It's the best album that has uh, come out this year, better than ours even. All right, this one's called Essence. attempts to prey on unsuspecting minds. Counterattack the conductors of your fate. Fuck their mind control. Let's do it! 
we're not in despair. If we're not forever bound through the songs of this world. <laughs>